Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the OK Sure podcast. Wow. The OK Sure. I am your host, co-host, Hayden Boozer. And I am your other co-host, Garrett Spees. And here we here we are. Here we go again. This is the this is our second attempt at this. We had Wow. Had audio issues with the first attempt, but, okay. but this time we're gonna get it right. <laughs> so we, <laughs> we're gonna do it right. We're gonna, we're do, gonna the right do it thing. how it's how it was meant to be. Yes, but yeah, we're here. We're ready to go. Um, see, the weird thing about doing this for a second attempt is all the moments that we had in the first attempt were for nothing. All my quirky jokes and everything's all just gone. That, yeah, so we're gonna have to try to make this one just as good or better. So. Basically, what we're going to do with this podcast is try to give you guys some insight into our lives, into how we feel, what we like, what we don't like, our political standpoints. Nope, not going to do that. <laughs> and we're going to, that's that's basically it. It's just going to be an, an introspective look into a big our word. own insecurities. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to talk about in this podcast, this is the OK Sure podcast. We're going to be talking about many different types of media like movies games music time giving our opinions giving us some real life stories some background into how we think and why we think and yeah just our enjoyment of life itself and the many wonders it contains yeah we're gonna um we're gonna talk about albums that we like like garrett said movies that we like tv shows that we like, like we, might, we might go very in depth or we might not go in depth we might go song by song or or we might go for a whole album we could just we could do a whole podcast about one song there's probably going to be a, a we're going to try to do a good a good mix of everything so that it's not it doesn't get too repetitive and we're also going to try to have some guests on here once we get a uh, a better a new and improved setup we're working with two mics right now but eventually we'll get there yeah but back to my earlier comment sorry to do a little callback here in the beginning but when i said do a podcast about one song i had one song in mind you know what that song was i will georgia is that what it's called peaches yeah peaches by justin bieber yeah i think i could talk for hours about that song i think that it's an underrated uh piece of would, literature it's i a, think it's, i would walk out and you'd be talking to nobody at that i point. talked to both mics <laughs> I, I think i could my i myself could hold a conversation about peaches by peaches justin by bieber. justin bieber I, don't, I couldn't hold anything <laughs> I, could, I couldn't hold in my lunch what's wrong with the song talking about it what's wrong with the song <laughs> what's wrong with it yeah it's a loaded question. It's a little bit. There's a lot wrong with it. We have time to talk about it. Justin Bieber is just I don't I just don't know if I should get into this right now. I'm gonna <laughs> If anyone <laughs> likes Justin Bieber, they're gonna immediately click off on the first episode. That's okay. I would just say I'll I'll say something, Hayden, and we'll move on. I would think that Peaches is a song by Justin Bieber that's meant for a specific crowd of people. I'm and, not that crowd. And music listeners and just we aren't that crowd. And you know it's okay. I just, I can respect your opinion. We can listen to different music. I don't respect you. If you like Peaches by Justin Bieber, I don't respect you. Okay. I'm really calling out a lot of people here. If you like different music than us, then that's that's the, that's the joy of yeah, music. Yeah. We're we're uh, we're allowed to have these different opinions, I'm and that's what kidding. makes that's what makes music amazing. Is that everyone can have their own opinions and like different things. You know, I'm sorry. I take it back. If you, know, you like if you, <laughs> if you like Peaches by Justin Bieber, I respect you, and I. I'd be willing to befriend you. Make amends for my past but we're not. We're never going to agree on that. Yeah. If we do become friends. Isn't it funny how 
songs get popular and because they're popular we think that they're bad that's not why i yeah i agree but that's not why i think peaches is bad yeah i i think there's there's more at stake here for sure but generally the cool kids try to say that because the song's popular it's bad like where do you think right like the Taylor line Swift. is right where do you think the line is between being popular <clears throat> overplayed making a song bad like i'll do we'll do popular first like if everyone likes the song does that like in your in all honesty in your own opinion does that make you like the song less if everyone likes one song like just be honest well i think that i think that i would have an i would have a knee-jerk reaction to dislike the song which i'm not proud of i i want there to be more what i want with the music industry is for that not to have an effect on it like i just want people to take the song for what it is the lyrics the composition the performances but unfortunately that's not how it works because because you always have like like popularity will play a a factor in whether or not people like the song so that's what i think about it yeah i i think there's also a difference too we should mention between like a song being popular right now like you know there's a big trend everyone knows like tiktok songs a song that someone sees on this app that is played over and over in their head therefore they like the song think it's cool think it's great and it's really popular but what about songs like um shoot i can't think of shoot, one denny shoot denny or like i got a feeling when did that come out like 2008 maybe by, by florida no that's black eyed peas wow, wow you're uncultured <laughs> with that one black I- Flo, so, wait, so what's like, Flo Rida? What's the difference between Flo Rida and Black Eyed Peas then? Who is Flo Rida? Like, okay. Flo Rida is minus Fergie. Black Eyed Peas without Fergie. <laughs> Fergie's is, and Black Eyed is Peas? Flo Rida. I didn't know that. Flo, Flo Rida is the Flo-Gy. lead singer. <laughs> Flo Rida is the lead singer of Black Eyed Peas. Flo Rida is not a person. Flo Rida, no, Flo Rida has a song, Whistle Baby. That's Flo Rida. <laughs> no, that's, that, no, that's not. That's But that's Will I Am, I thought. No, yeah, Will I Am is... Will is, I Am is, is Flo Rida. No, Will I Am is Black Eyed Peas. Or he's in the No, Fergie <laughs> is also a part of Black Eyed Peas. Like Fergie, like the national anthem Fergie? No. No, who is that? What? Fergie. Hit it, Fergie. Fergalicious. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Didn't yeah. she she sang the national anthem at that basketball game? Right. Yeah, that's what I was about to yeah. say. Fergie so was, Fergie was in Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas consists of Fergie, Will I Am. And Flo Rida? Or is he yeah, that Flo Rida doesn't exist. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> he has that isn't okay, the song Whistle, is that by Pitbull or Flo Rida? <laughs> you bring it people into this. That's by Florida, but I but I think that it's Will I Am is Florida. What? But why would he have two different names? <laughs> Wait, am I getting this horribly wrong? You can look it up. I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna say something real quick. I feel like I need to know the difference. So my point being, so you have a song like I Got a Feeling, which is really popular. I think it came out like circa 2008. It was really popular when it came out, and even to this day, you play that song. People still like that song. Maybe it doesn't get as much radio play as it used to, but. Or you think about like classic 80s songs, like I'll be watching you, that song or whatever. What do you think about a song that has popularity when it comes out, but it's still so popular to this day? Like, do you think that it makes it a worse song? Like, do you think if there's a song that came out today, like Peaches, that's popular right now and we don't like it, versus a song that came on the 80s, but it's popular again, are those different types of popularity in your head? Do they make you think differently about the songs? Like, what's your opinion yes, about that? You I, see what I'm trying I to say? I absolutely agree. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about that? Because... Because if you, I think it's a good thing when you have a when you have an old song that was maybe shoved under the rug, and then something like TikTok allows that song to now blow up a little bit. But what what I don't like is whenever a song comes out. Well, see, the problem is, at some point we're gonna hit the brick wall of subjectiveness. Like I I I can't talk about this objectively because there's no 
there's no such thing as objective objectivity in art. So what I'm trying to say with all these stupid rant tangents is that um, I think that newer songs that okay I'm gonna say objectively bad, but obviously there's no way a song could be objectively bad. But songs that songs that the the vast majority of people would consider bad could blow up on TikTok just because there's like a five second catchy clip of it. I I don't like that notion. I don't like the idea that something can blow up just for like a novelty act or something. Yeah. Because because okay, I make music, but but like for anybody who's like a who's who's struggling to try and break through in any kind of art form, and you just see see things like that. Like well, a good example is like when the um the Walmart yodeling kid. Right. I remember that guy. Like, I I'm happy for the kid, but like like so there's so many people that are putting so much money and so much time and so much effort into music and then seeing something like that become like the biggest thing in the world for like a few weeks is just disheartening oh i think so for sure and i think it's interesting how like the concept of a viral video or a viral song you know it's so new is like the implication like the adventures like youtube or major music streaming services it's it's so interesting how a person doesn't have to work hard to get popular and they don't even need a lot of talent sometimes. And I'm sure this is this is broad generalizations. I'm not attacking anyone who's become viral, who's a successful artist, you know, all respect to what you do. But it's like, it really is just luck. You know, you were there a certain day, you did a certain thing. Like Walmart yodeling kid, he yodeled inside of a Walmart. And somehow, some way, someone recorded it and then became super famous. It's yeah. just, it's, it's crazy how you you can work as hard as you want to make music and sometimes you just might not get lucky and it's different than like other industries like you know i can work in like a hands-on physical job and get better at it and create a craft skill create my own business like right you can put time and you get results but that's not always the case with music which is kind of interesting and last point here i looked it up will i am florida are different people yeah We're extremely I ignorant up. i just looked it up too i'm <laughs> a complete moron i deserve to be <laughs> I, I it's still a good song so my I'm point, sorry, my, Will, I my second point about popular music is that is an overplayed song inherently bad because no, it is overplayed. No. Talk about that. This is like one of my biggest pet peeves. I'll give you a perfect example. Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. The song comes on and people are like, turn this off. It's Stairway to Heaven. I've heard it five times. Or Bohemian Rhapsody is another one. But it's just the reason it's played that much is because of how good it is. Right. You can, you can grow fatigue like ear fatigue and you don't want to hear that song over and over, which is fine. If that's the reason you want to turn it off. But when people say like this song sucks, I've heard it too much. That just is like a fallacy. It makes no sense. Yeah. I think this is, it's where this objective hits the objective in music because objectively the world has agreed because it's so popular, because it's played it so much, it is a good song. Right, Bohemian Rhapsody you, you is objectively agreed on as a great song. Now, I might turn off on my radio if it comes on because I've heard it so much. So my subjective opinion and reaction is to turn off the song. But I don't. I think what you said too. I don't. Then I can't make the statement that this song is bad. You know, I could think it's bad, maybe, but objectively, it's bad. And the only reason I don't like it is because I've heard it so much. If I just heard it for the first time again, I'd be like, "Wow, this song is amazing." Well, well, if if someone told me that. Bohemian Rhapsody was a bad song then I would I would ask them why they think it's bad from like a musical perspective and if the only reason that they think it's bad to give me is that it's overplayed then I would then I would discredit their whole argument right because that's not an argument so that's what I think about that oh that was good uh I don't know just some interesting 
uh, musings. That's not a word. Ruminings. 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 Lumos. Lumos. Yeah. (laughs) If you have an iPhone at home right now in your hand, yeah, click on Siri. Blow your mind. Pause this podcast. Hold down the power button if you're on like a ten or newer, and say the word Lumos. L U M O U S. I'm not. It's not spelling. The reason we're we're talking about this because Rachel told me that one day. Wait, did you tell me that? No, you told me. Yeah, she told me, and then I told you. Yeah, a little train. He said, she said. Yeah. I was going to say something about what you were talking about earlier, and now I've lost my train of thought. So, Lumos, we wouldn't even tell them what it does. Should they find out? Yeah, just find out. You you can can infer. If you've seen Harry Potter, you you can infer. There's another word to reverse the action. What is it? I I looked Uh, it up. It's, uh, I just saw it when I was looking up Lumos. Redacto? No. (laughs) Why is that so funny? That's not a real spell. (laughs) Yes, it is. You just added an O on Redact. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no it's like it's like it's like vanquish or it's like some i was just looking it up sure okay yeah okay <laughs> sure i'll allow it. it it was there was a word you could do okay so to Pe- do lumos peaches i i feel like i'm go back to peaches yeah i think i'm giving myself a bad bad reputation off of episode really, one yeah off you're the rip really, here. pretty pretty aggressive with this why don't you i look i okay. think that okay i don't like that kind of like overproduced like highly i'm gonna sound like a 50 year old yeah, grandpa jesus i, was about to I say don't that. like the music that i can like where it's so overproduced and over auto-tuned and all of that kind of thing where i where i don't hear any human elements in it anymore call me call me a boomer call me whatever you want yeah like i want i want to hear performances Okay, so what do you think it needs to be more like a and live performance? And I think Justin Bieber could basically just go and just start wailing on the mic and they could pitch it every single thing he frequency he made with his mouth to what the note should be. So that's why I don't like. I I want to hear slight errors. I want to hear like nuances. Right. So my question to you though is that in a music industry like today where, you know, you make billions or millions of dollars however much you make on like hot singles that tops the chart like peaches and we're in that climate with music where it's now we like the that we as in the consumers in general and the charts people listen who are manipulating the charts <laughs> or manipulating the charts they like songs that are overproduced over over auto tune so every single pitch is right so do you think that they're at fault for trying to follow like industry trends to make up money and make have a good song like at what point that's interesting do they put aside <clears throat> their passion and their want to be a musical artist and right. make like really real raw songs when they know it might not perform as well they just put in a lot of money and overproduce it and then it become a popular radio song is it like their fault are they in the wrong is like the fact that the music industry is shifting the whole way shifting that way as a whole like is that an issue like what do you think about that I, well i don't i don't think it's entirely their fault because i mean if i was in their shoes i would i think i would probably do the same thing i mean um, i'll just be humble here i mean I would I would probably sell out too. I'm not gonna act like I'm. I would I would try right. to be like a vendetta, because I mean it's just what sells. I mean if I was if if a record label came up to me and was like, hey, if you make this, if you can write this like pop song and we'll we'll fix it up in Pro Tools and we'll auto tune everything and it's gonna and it's gonna sell, I'd be like, okay, I'll, yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. At the end of the day, it's a business. So yeah. I don't think it's their. Fo- I mean, a good example is like Post Malone. I yeah. Mean, I, I when he was younger, I know he had he had aspirations of like metal and oh, wow, really? things like that. And then, you know, he, he figured out what sells and that's what he does. I mean, I, I mean, I still think he ha- has passion for his music, but you know, he was in the, the Pokemon concert thing with Post Malone. You ever watch that? 
No way. It was pretty cool. He's like it was like a CG slash human, or he was CG. It was like a like a body tracking of Post Malone and CG along like Pokemon like flying through the sky, singing like um, <laughs> his very popular songs. What's the Sun Sunflower? Sunflower, yeah. yeah. There that's was a good song. Yeah. Did you, did you know what that? That's from um, Spider Man uh, Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Yo, have you seen that movie, Hidden? Mm-hmm. What's your opinion on that movie? I th- I liked it. Yeah. I, I'm not as into it as some people were, but I, yeah, but I, I, I liked it. It came out, what, 2018 maybe? I'm also just generally, this is going to piss you off. Oh, I know. I'm just generally not as big of a fan of animated media as I am of... Oh, I know. That doesn't mean it's I don't like animation. It's a big point of contention for me. That just, <laughs> just, I, well, I'm not saying I don't like animation. So, so talk to me about why you tend to not like animated work. I, okay. Like, what, give me there's, some deep cuts there's, here. There's... I will tell you the I'll tell you what I think the pros of animation are and I'll okay. tell you what I think the cons of animation are. The pros is that you can create fantasy and imaginative scenarios ex- way better and way more effectively than you can with live action because well actually I don't know about nowadays but yeah basically what I'm trying to get at is whatever your ima- imagination can conjure you can animate. Right, anything. With live action there's, there's limit. no rules, there's, limits. there's no physics, there's nothing. So that's the benefits and I and a good example I'd point to is Adventure Time, which is one of my favorite cartoons of all time. There's no way that could happen live action. No. Not a single never. way. But I think that the the cons of animation are the human to human connection that you're not getting. Because when, watching you, when you watch a live yeah. performance, okay. you get the, the nuances of their performance, their facial reactions, close up and you and you have an actor you can talk about the performances not that voice actors don't also have to perform because they absolutely do right and so yeah so that's that's what i miss or that's what i'm lacking with when i watch animated things but i but i still like animated things just my two counterpoints we're gonna have a little argument here so i think it's, it's a healthy it's a discussion yeah uh so your first point about how um how anything is possible which i agree with i think that's very true and i think that or i think you might have heard said something like now i don't know with like modern day you but look, it would look worse. Right. But you look at, like, let's say the new Spider-Man movie, which I'm not going to get into. You know, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Spoiler. Great movie. Um, but, so the new Spider-Man movie, there was some very, very questionable CGI in that movie. And it starts to, starts to bring the question that they really try to accomplish things that is a stretch for live-action film. Right. And so when you, you don't have that problem with animation. It's hard... If you're if you're a talented you know animator and you're using the right software and everything, it's hard for animation to really look bad, especially a movie made in 2022. You know, if you choose, you have art style, which is a big part of it. You know how you want it to look, how you yeah, want art style is another big thing. Because for example, like anime, for example, you know Japanese cartoons like anime. There's there's just some things. You know, I like a couple of shows. There's some things I can't watch because the traditional is like 2D, like hand drawn. Right. I'll say in quotes, like 2D. But then some shows like in 3D, like CG, like animated, and it's you just like it's that. just painful to look yeah, at. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, like uh, and for an example, in like a lot of shows, an example in a lot of shows is that you have an anime or something that's 2D, and then there's something that requires a lot of motion. Like in a lot of sh- kids' cartoons growing up, it was like a tank rolling across. Right. That requires a lot of motion, and that's really difficult to animate in 2D. So they usually use 3D CG mm-hmm. for just that shot. So it's against the 2D background, but it's CG just for a couple seconds, and that really that like brings to, me out of it. Yeah, it looks it's like glossy. It looks like a cartoon. Like a stylistic thing. 
But if yeah. like if you're doing yeah, if you're two D, three D. So there's also that. But then also even though if you have a whole show that's all in three D CG, it still just doesn't get to me. So that's one con I would say. Like you know I'm not. It's not 100 percent perfect. I think there are some imperfections. And then your second point about actor emotion, I think the substitute for that is of course like you said voice acting. Because I think there's plenty of voice actors, especially like in video games and film, TV shows that just don't get recognized enough for how talented they are to be able to they're convey very, yeah. such emotions. Like you, you lose a whole sense of your body, no vision, right? What they're doing. I mean, you're, you're looking at something in front of you, but if you just listen to their voice, it's crazy impressive what they can do. And right. And the substitute for a human face is can be really well animated faces or action sequences or scenes or pictures. That can come close to human emotion, and right. It, but my it's, thing—it's like different places, different times, different things. Not to cut in, but yeah, no, sorry, you're I, good. But I yeah. think that, well, like, yeah, you can get you can get close, but I, but my what I'm saying is, no matter how cl- well, yeah, no matter how close you animate to realism, you're not gonna, you're just not gonna have the human to human thing, right? Which is what you're missing. But part of that is you why don't always you watch, need it too. That's, right, right. Like Venture Time, like he's a dog. He's not a human. Right. You can you can never like that's not possible. In that's a good real point. Life. Yeah, that's a good point. But and I think the biggest issue for contention and where you can definitely win some points here or like where we can go well, either I, way. I'm not trying to argue. No, anime. I know, I know. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah. like where it can really be down the middle. It's like an animated. Like for me, one of my favorite animated shows of all time is like Batman Beyond. Right. It's an you talk animated about that all Batman the time. show, which I think is amazing. You should watch it. But yeah. To your point, you could say, well, there's live action Batman movies. It's yeah. the same source material, same media, same characters pretty much right. for the most part, but it's in live action. And to me, one of the reasons why I love that show is like the art style. It's aggressively 90s, like neo future. Like it's the future, right. but made in the 90s. And to me, it's just so visually appealing to look at. Uh-huh. And that's just something that would be hard to mimic because <laughs> real, real quick sidetrack. What's your opinion about movies that are made modern day? They're supposed to look like they're in the 80s. Do you like ever watch it? Things? Yeah. Do you ever watch it and you get this tiny sense in your feeling, like in your gut that's like, my brain's telling me this is 2022. Yeah, because... Like, they're really trying to show me it's 80s, but I know it's 2022. Well, yes. Because, uh, well, a lot of times, because like they just, like if you're going to do it, you have to do it as, like, as close as you can. Like they don't have like the film, because movies back then were on 35 millimeter. Right. So, and like with Stranger Things, they're using HD cameras so like I, I just think no matter what you're always just gonna know this was made now. But anyway, so yeah, '80s movies or any time period that are that movies are trying to replicate. Um, a lot of movies nowadays do a good job. Like for example, the the Joker movie. There was a period piece. It was really accurate. I thought, even though I'm contradicting what I just said because they shot on HD. But well, I don't know. I don't. I think that there's a possibility you can just shoot on HD and no. 35 millimeter <laughs> at the same time. Wow! Because it, it was a new format at the time, and it was really just difficult. Don't go, any, didn't know. don't go any further. <laughs> you didn't know which one was better. I'm gonna to stop use. you right there. And you, we don't have to rent this equipment. Like we don't. We didn't rent our equipment. We just bought it we all. Bought it. It's a real American podcast. All American. We bought all American equipment. I'm from New Orleans. No, you're not. He's from. <clears throat> I'm from South somewhere. Carolina. Another thing I wanted to talk about in this intro episode, just to get it out of the way, it was the story of why we're doing this podcast. How we met. And that's how we met. Yeah. So basically what happened is I ha- I'm i taking a, Garrett and I are both college students. Right. So, you know, we're still in school and I, I had a class over the recent holiday break that was a communications class. And one of my projects was to do a podcast interview. So I, I asked Garrett to do the interview and um, 
and that sparked this idea to do this podcast where we don't have to limit ourselves with the time limit and topics or yeah. anything. And so it was it was kind of an impulse impulse thing. We went and bought the equipment and recorded that night. And that's how we met. And that's the rest is history. The rest is history. I mean, I couldn't be more <clears throat> thankful for your professor. I think they really get credit for yeah, doing if this. If we ever make money off this podcast, we'll send her royalties. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that podcasts themselves are very entertaining. They were, I hope we're entertaining, but yeah. I think I think it's a great form of it's more thought provoking and like you have to listen to it more than a song a little bit sometimes like if i'm just playing music when i'm walking around versus i'm playing a podcast when i'm walking around those are two very different right brain spaces head spaces if you don't if you don't listen to podcasts well i'm assuming you do if you found this podcast but probably but if you don't i highly recommend you do and next next episode not next episode in a few episodes when we talk about um a certain band I'll I'll recommend a good podcast that I listen to but I don't want to do it now because it'll be non sequitur and yeah yeah but yeah that's that's our plan with this podcast um we're getting getting near the end here so but Garrett wants to talk about one last thing that he's been excited to talk about so if you've made it this far I congratulate you and now I give you your reward this is your you know, reward now you, now you now it gets more intense yeah it's never ending yeah the reward for listening to this podcast is I'm going to name drop a film. It has an Instagram account now. Did you know that? I sent you the, no. the post about it. It has an Instagram account. I know, account. yeah. The movie is called, it's not out yet, but boy, am I counting down the days until it's out. The movie is called <laughs> Ambulance. 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 One word. <clears throat> the vehicle that picks up people who are in harm's way. If you've seen a movie in theaters in or, the past couple months. or just watched a YouTube video, oh yeah, then you've probably gotten an ad for this film. I hope you would. This is highly anticipated for Garrett and I. Not because we think it's going to be a great movie. Not even close. (laughs) (laughs) Because we derive enjoyment out of watching terrible films. I just think that if I end up going to see this movie in the theaters and my money you might not walk out (laughs) i hope it goes to support more makings of movies like this i I almost think this is good for the movie industry. it's productive i think it's productive you have really amazing films and you just need a couple that miss so it keeps it keeps it fresh we haven't even seen it yet but we just know the the main issue with the ambulance trailer i won't get into too many michael bay is the michael bay producer that's the yeah that's that's the the first issue (laughs) second issue is that it's the comic fallacy or classic, excuse me, fallacy of movie trailers where it gives away the entire plot in the movie trailer. In about three and a half minutes, it sequentially displays every major plot device and character moment that you need to know to know the plot of this movie. I'd consider it more of a pitfall than a fallacy. It's just like, yeah, it's just most action blockbuster movie trailers do this. But I just haven't seen one this bad that stuck out to me this bad in a long time. That's why this one sticks out. That's why this one's so good. So here's here's what a trailer sh- what do you, let's talk about what we think a trailer okay. should do. Yeah, right. I think a trailer should you you got to show something interesting. Right. You got to show something to get people to go to the movie, but you also you don't want to give away too much. You can show like characters' faces, set plate set Cause you, points. Yeah, cuz the big thing is like casting. You want right. to show the cast, the the theme, music, soundtracks are huge. Yeah. Trailers have good songs and good editing are just instantly make you want to watch a movie more. Right, and I right. think one of the best things you can do in the trailer, if you're going to go the route of showing a little bit more like dialogue, I is think to I have, know what you're going to say is to have dialogue playing over scenes. But that dialogue isn't said. You're like combining yeah. two different things. Well, like, I also think, go ahead. You, oh yeah. You, yeah. You can go ahead. I was going to say another good tactic that I like is when you have an extended scene play out, like maybe like a two minute scene, maybe you do some 
tr- clever editing, but you just let the scene play out. Maybe not a super important scene, and like a, one that really represents, you know, kind of like a thesis statement. And then yeah, and that's just, just the trailer. We get in a, in a serious issue with pod or not podcasts, excuse me, with movie trailers where it's like a scissor reel, right? Of like action, explosion, action, and you know how many action movies show action suspense betrayal like the male and female lead like kissing yeah you know how many trailers i've had to sit through my long 19 years in this earth <laughs> and just like three quarters of the way through the action trailer they show them kissing i just they just put it in your face it's like these this is going to be the couple to, you gotta the get leads. the sex appeal yeah in the <laughs> trailer sex appeal is such an issue with just like male female hormones just put it up in front of That's everyone how you to get see. your teenage audience to go see That's the movie. true. i mean if they didn't do that yeah how is anyone gonna buy movie tickets Anyway. You don't show Megan Fox in as yeah. little clothes as possible. <laughs> you, know, you know she's married to Machine Gun Kelly. They're proposed. Yeah, I saw. I, We're I not gonna get that. into that. It doesn't make me happy. No, it's. I just terrifies me. Would rather not talk about it. It's the point of. Speaking yeah. of Megan Fox, who starred in the first couple Transformers movie, who was produced by Michael Bay. Michael Bay also produces Ambulance. He produces and directs. <laughs> Anthrax. And, and directs. Oh, and wait, directs. is he the director too? I don't yes. think he is. He has to be. No, I'm pretty sure it's not his name. I think it's just okay. producer. I overestimated his his involvement with the project. <laughs> He's just the producer, but that's enough issue. Uh, the movie Ambulance. I recommend you watch the trailer. It's 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 comically yeah, well, entertaining. It gives away the entire plot sequentially, and I think that it's a great example of how not to make a trailer. But you have my word here on episode one that some way, somehow, sometime in this timeline, that Hayden and I. We'll watch this film. Maybe not even in theaters. We, I would like to see it in theaters, but if it doesn't work, we can always rent it or whatever. We will see this movie, and, we'll and I'll talk update about you on our thoughts about the movie. A full breakdown of Ambulance. Please watch the trailer. It's I'm gonna bring, really, really bad. <laughs> I'm going to bring a notepad and a pencil into the theater. <laughs> they <laughs> like, they oh, might right, have yeah. put out a second trailer at this point, or is there only one? Oh, I don't know. There's like TV spots that are like 30 seconds maybe. But The there's... Ambulance official trailer on YouTube is what you should go watch. Yes, please go do that. That is your homework. That is your first assignment yeah. of the podcast. First of many here on the OK Sure podcast. That is OK S U R E. I think this is a good time as any to we'll probably wrap things up here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so. Again, we're doing this out of passion. You know, this is this is all us. And uh yeah, we're we're gonna enjoy doing this and hopefully you enjoy listening. If you do enjoy listening, whatever streaming service this ends up on, hopefully all of them. Hopefully. Follow it. Follow us. Like us. Leave a review. Next episode, we will be talking about a video game called Smite. One of our favorite video games so of all time. Probably get a, get a lot of conversation out of that. Um, but yeah, if you don't know anything about Smite, well, this is something good I can say because okay, any of these episodes that we're talking about something that you might not uh, know, I I still think you should listen because we'll talk about it in terms of. Assuming, didn't know assuming the listener doesn't know anything. It's a way to broaden your horizon. We're going to do things. Yeah. We're going to try our best to tailor to the people who do know a lot about it and the people that don't know anything about it. So, And we'll always have stories in each episode and moments where Garrett and I share things about us. So it's not all, all going to be um, super intense discussion of a very niche thing. But yeah, next episode we'll be talking about Smite. But that was that was the intro episode. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate everyone who listens and enjoys the podcast. If someone would leave a review on this when it comes out, I will read it. I uh, will. I'll read it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we will read a review. I think that if would be, you choose to write something, you choose to write which, something. Which I'm not expecting to take your time out of your day and write something. <laughs> I will read it for you. 
And don't send us any money. We, we don't we don't deserve the money. <laughs> I think that's the least of our concerns. Anyway, thank you for listening to the podcast. Because in case you were going to send us money, don't send us in money. In case you so ever so felt inclined after the past 30 minutes to be like, I'm going to give people my money. Don't. Don't do it. We don't, we don't want your money. <clears throat> Donate it to charity. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye.